0: Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. I'm so excited uh, that I'm here to uh, end the year and I just want to say to you guys, uh, we have, uh, the year 23 has been a difficult one for many of us. I know I have been tested, uh, many times through this as, uh, you know, I'm dealing with, uh, some health issues at the end of the year, but God is my deliverance. Jesus Christ has delivered me, has healed me and all of those things. And it's now up to me to appropriate what he has done for me on behalf of me. And, uh, I just want to thank all of you guys for supporting me for such a long time. You've been with me from the beginning here at, um, Blueprint of Faith, and you know my goal is to talk to you guys about um, about God and uh, faith and what it is, the mechanism, how do we use it, and all these different things, and we get a lot of insight as to who God is and Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and so forth. And the purpose is so that you and I can understand truly who we are in Christ, because the Bible tells us that God desires that we be salt here on this planet Earth that we are his representation, that we are able to um, lay hands on the sick, they shall recover, we ought to be uh, changing the world for God. And uh, we are looking at our time today, and we see a lot of darkness upon the face of the earth, as the Bible tells us in Genesis. And so I want to um, spend some time looking at a scripture, and a theme that is there in the, uh, the word of God when it comes to what we are seeing and witnessing in our lifetime. And we know that, uh, in the political realm in the United States, we have a time that is very, uh, um, difficult. We see that a party that has, I was a member of, uh, when I was a younger man and now I'm, um, independent as they say. Uh, but I see a party that I was a part of that was called the Republican Party. We see now that this Republican Party has shifted into a fascist party and that their uh, goal is to destroy democracy. And so America has some um, some decisions that are coming before them as a unit and which uh, uh, part of uh, what type of government they want and lifestyle they want based on the leaders that we, we, we choose. And you guys have been following me. You know that my mom and I and several other people, um I told you guys in the 80s, we used to pray, and I remember God had said that America was going to become a third world country. And we took that information and we went to a pastor, dear pastor, uh, my pastor, and he went off on us and said, America would never be a third world country or anything like it. And for us as coming from the West Indies, coming from South America, and actually, um, Guyana, uh, we saw some poverty and so we were familiar with what it looks like and we couldn't understand what would that be when the mighty America. But we are looking at mighty America buckling every day under the pressure of corrupt men. And the women that are claiming uh something that they're not and claiming that they're Christians and so forth hiding behind Christianity when <clears throat> they are evil as can be, and uh because they're even now accusing Jesus Christ of be being woke uh I don't understand what that even means, and it upsets me that they're even wow, but anyway, we are here just to talk about uh what's going on as we're ending this year. And we see that many of us have struggled, many of us have gained insights, many of us have triumphed. All of those things that's a part of being in the body of Christ. But there's this thing I want to talk to you guys about what's happening. It says in 2 Samuel uh, 2 26, knowest thou not that it will be bitterness in the latter end. And we know according to the scripture that we are in the latter days and we had a clue of that in the book of acts uh when it took place in the book of acts and uh, the holy spirit get shows up on the scenes and um, he was announced in acts chapter two seventeen. let me read that it says and in the last days it shall be god declared that i will pour out my spirit on all flesh and your sons and daughters Shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams and you see that that um according to acts twenty seventeen that that was the um, entrance or the ushering, the declaration, if you will, of the last days, and Joel chapter two verses twenty eight states this way. The Lord will pour out his spirit, and it shall come to pass uh, afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And that was prophesied in Joel chapter 2, verses 28. And that prophecy was fulfilled on the day of Pentecost what is that it tells us that in the last days i will um out my spirit the lord says and it shall come to pass and i will out my spirit on all flesh and your sons and your daughters and so we know some signs will follow that particular announcement and we read in the book of acts where we saw those signs came to pass and uh so we know then that we are in the last days, okay, according to Acts and according to uh, Joel. And so we were also given some additional information. It says that uh, you shall not uh, knowest thou not that it will be bitterness in the latter end, in the last days. So we are looking at the um, the entrance of bitterness. And so then, if we're seeing this particular Thing uh, that is let loose on the earth. That means that this bitterness, this is going to increase. This is not going to be good. So let's take a look at a couple of other scriptures to bring us to attention that something is going to be going on and it's going to get dark. And it's going to get dark with how people relate to each other. Uh, Jesus says, As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be. When you go, when, where is that located as to what he was talking about in the days of Noah? You need to go to the book of, uh, um, uh, uh, Exodus, not Exodus, sorry, Enoch, the book of Enoch, and you will get some information as to what the, uh, the days of Noah look like. It's a lot more detail in the book of Enoch than it, there is in the Bible. And so when you look at the book of Enoch and you extract Uh, the information that is there, it is a bleak picture. And I've done a study actually on that. and I uh, Earlier in the year, where I talked about um, what it looked like uh, when Jesus said to his disciples, when his disciples asked him, what is the end of the age? And that is a different question, and that's a different uh, situation. The end of the age is what we're talking about when um the very end part of it, if you will, uh, as to how that's going to look like and, and Jesus Christ explains to them as it was in the days of Noah and so forth. And so we are knowing then that is this progression is going to take place on the planet Earth. And we are seeing wars, rumors of wars many years, and we're looking at the escalation of the uh the world stage and, but the thing that we have to focus on is the attitudes of people because it's still people within this group and within this, uh, on this planet. And so we have to look and see how are they going to behave? How are they going to act? Uh, second Peter two, um, second Peter chapter three, verses three and four says, knowing this for of all that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing following their own sinful desires, they will say, where is the promise of his coming? So they are going to then come against um, God because he is the one who said that he was going to come. And so we'll see that there's a turning away that happens and we're seeing that happening in the church. If you look at the data as to what's going on within the church, you'll see that um, uh, the, there's a great exodus um all over when it comes to leaving the church and not being a part of it. He says they will say where is the promise of his coming, for even uh since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. And so he's there saying, you know, nothing has changed, so what's this big deal we're in his coming and so forth. But Timothy has an answer to that. Second Timothy chapter three. But understand this. That in the last days there will come times of difficulties. For people will be lovers of self. Okay? That's one. People will be lovers of money. Two. People will be proud. Three. People will be arrogant. Four. People will be abusive. Five. Disobedient to their parents. Six. Ungrateful. Seven. Unholy. Eight heartless 9 unappeasable 10 slanderous 11 without self-control 12 brutal uh, 13 not loving good 14 treacherous 15 reckless 16 swollen with conceit lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god having the appearance of godliness but denying its power avoid such people so we know, according to the answer from Timothy, um that he went into a little more detail as to, knowest thou not that it will be bitterness in the latter, uh, latter end? And he goes in and explains what these people and their character is going to look like in, in, uh, what we are calling the last days or the coming uh, before the coming of Jesus Christ. And if you had uh, followed me too, I, I've done many uh, studies as to the date, the time, the year. I went back in and kind of pulled out um, the day as far as the calendars as to when we believe it is going to uh, come. And I, it's actually slipping my mind, but I uh, there's a date, I think it's 20-something, 75, 2075, I think is um, that the last uh calculations that we have uh, figured out uh that is around there that jesus christ might be coming and so he tells us in the scriptures that he doesn't know the time and the season but he knows some stuff some other things and he wants us to be aware of it but concerning the day and hour no one knows not even the angels of heaven nor the Son, but the Father only. So no one has that information, that data, except for God the Father. And he says, For uh for as it were days of Noah, um so will be the coming of the Son of Man. And the coming of the Son of Man is the day of Noah's when uh the Father tells him, Okay, time to close the door get in the ark and I'll take care of it. And when um when he closed it uh, there were hundreds of thousands of people outside the ark begging him, telling him, we believe now, we want to, uh, you know, and, uh, uh, Noah kept telling them, it's too late, guys. Uh, God had given them 200 years, um, to repent and they did not. And so, um, but he, he goes and tells us that what that day, what is going to look like at that time. He says, for in those days, uh, before the flood, eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, um, all that stuff is just happening, the everyday stuff, you know, uh, the arguments, the fights, the, the cheating, all of those different things is just going to be happening as, uh, it is. But the condition of the world, even before that, is that it is going to be some bitterness in the latter end. And we're seeing that manifest in our life. We're seeing that manifest in every aspect of one, um, living. Uh, the politicians do not have the answer uh, they will never have the answer and because they will never have the answer, we are looking at the wrong place for our salvation. For so the Bible tells us that um in Exodus chapter fifteen, it says God became the salvation of the um the Jewish people, and that's how he has to become our salvation. Bible tells us, and you guys have heard me do the study, says that salvation belongs to God, but many of us have not known Him. He hasn't become our salvation, and so you have to get to God so that He can become your salvation. Whether you know through Jesus Christ, and when He He takes over, if you will, and uh, began to uh, govern your life through the Spirit. And uh, I've told you guys what happens when we become born again. It's a spiritual disease that man has. It is not a physical disease. We have physical diseases as well and so forth, but we have a spiritual disease. And because we have a spiritual disease, it's going to take something uh, pretty strong to to take care of that. And that uh, thing that was taken care of is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Redeemer. Um, a price had to be paid and God saw fit to offer his son as that price as the, um, the person that is, is capable and Jesus Christ being willing to come and allow himself to be, uh, uh, massacred on our behalf, paying the price all the way through because the stripes on his back cause blood and it's through blood that uh, the the price is paid a sacrifice. And so we see when we look at what they did to Jesus Christ, everything was a sacrifice and then it culminated in him being crucified and becomes a curse. Curses everyone that hangs on a tree. And so we know he became sin and he took it upon himself, sin, so that you and I don't have to take it anymore. So it doesn't have dominion over you and I. And because it doesn't have dominion over you and I, we can lick this thing. Through the spirit. So that great exchange, the sickness that man had, was his spirit became corrupt and God had to restore this, the, the spirit of man. The conduit by which it connects to God is that spirit. And so he had to repair that. He had to uh, repair it in the sense where he gave us a new one and uh, um, old things have become new. And so that's what man's condition was. And God took care of his condition, so he healed him spiritually, and he also healed them naturally. And so it's up to you and I. By faith we receive both. By faith we receive our salvation, our healing of our spirit, and by faith we receive our salvation and healing of the body. So it's up to us. But in the last days, it's going to be some bitterness. And... That means that uh, families are going to be, eru- uh, be, you know, just torn apart. Our relationships are going to be torn apart. People are going to act in ways towards you that uh, will be amazing to you. But according to the Word of God, we shouldn't be surprised, if you will. We shouldn't be surprised and, um, you know, be overwhelmed by what is happening. But the Bible tells us that we ought to be praying, though. And so we pray that um, God is able to protect us. The grace of God, my grace is sufficient. And uh, if you guys have been following me, you know what the grace of God is about. And um, at this channel, how we describe that as uh, the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to the individual, or the believer, and uh, um, we know that we are in the age of grace as we've talked about and because we're in the age of grace we have access to that power every single day so um uh, this uh, day of bitterness uh you and i need to be on our knees we need to be able to go before god and become a praying people uh, because as i said to you timothy gives us a great example. Peter gave us an example of what's going to be coming and what it's going to look like. And as it gets darker and darker, guys, we're going to have to pray because this stuff is absolutely incredible. But understand this. So we have to understand that this is, this is it. This is how it's going to be. And this is how it's going to continue to be for a while. And, um, in the latter end, uh, bitterness, the scripture calls it. In Second Samuel chapter two twenty six, there's going to be a lot of bitterness, but God said that He will deliver us from all of our bitterness. You know, so every situation that you have in your life, the Bible tells us that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. You know that Paul went through some stuff. He said, "I've been rich, I've been poor, but I learned this one thing: that my God shall supply all of my needs, and that He's capable of doing all of that." And so, I wanted to spend some time just talking to you guys reiterating all the different things that we've learned um through the year. We talked about this bitterness as, uh, you know, reclosing up. And uh I believe that there's going to be light in God's people and that the revelation will come. The Bible tells us that we are going to, God is going to reveal more things to us and show us more things that uh, mankind's, Uh, is also going to be exposed to more knowledge and so forth as the end of days are closing in on on us. But you and I are the light. We are the salt. We are the answer to these folks if we understand who we are and begin to come out of our situation. As I've said to you guys before, the key is this. uh, The Bible says that, um, the just shall live by faith. Herein is the righteousness of God revealed. And I've said this to you guys before, and I and I put a podcast up there about what is your faith. Um, what is your next faith assignment? And uh, I'll give you an example. We talk about the children of Israel when they're leaving Exodus, and I mean Egypt uh, in the Exodus, and as they're moving through. The Bible says, "Herein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith." Just shall live by faith, okay, so we see then when the, and I told you guys what happened to the children of Israel is a natural event that is a an example of a spiritual um, uh, uh, um event if you will that's what happens to us spiritually and God show us naturally through the uh Jewish people so that we can actually see it for ourselves with our own eyes if He will, so that we we will know what he's talking about. And we know that the Bible tells us in Psalms 95, it says God showed Abraham Moses his ways and uh, his children, the people his acts. And the difference is there, his ways basically is his character. You've got to learn who God is and get the personal relationship with him. And there's a lot of people out there that knows his acts and stuff like that. And they will never be in that into the kingdom of God because the scripture said, Jesus said to them, I don't know who you are apart from me. I don't know who you are. And so those are the people that were exposed to God's acts, but they never knew his character. Um, and so Jesus said he's the door. So if he's the door, he'll know everyone that comes through uh, to become a part of the family of God. And so uh, um, you and I have a lot of things to do. Uh, we have to realize that this thing is going to get a little darker before it gets some light and that you and I have the ability to become over, overcome. It tells us in the scripture, we overcome by our faith. And so now God is showed us to the children of Israel that the judge shall live by faith. And so let's take a look briefly at this group of people as uh, they're in slavery for 200 plus 400 years. And they are there, and God uh, made a promise to Abraham that he's going to deliver these people. And so he has to get himself a deliverer. So his deliverer was Moses. He brings Moses up into a mountain and he begins to introduce himself to Moses and says, Hey, bro, you're going to be my deliverer. And Moses is complaining oh, I can't do it and so forth. And God gets a little angry. He says, I can, I can fix your mouth, your tongue for you. You're stuttering or whatever. I can take care of it. I'm the one, you know, and he's like, uh, but this and but that. And so he's complaining. and God got angry and tell Aaron to come. And, um, so Aaron and him are heading to Egypt. They got there. They're introducing themselves to the children of Israel. We, uh, we just went before the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so they knew that God. And, uh, this God had to become their salvation. And so he begins to show them some stuff as the children of Israel began to learn about faith. And they, when Moses came on, on the scene, they had to start believing, uh, Moses and started trusting him that he was in contact and he was a conduit with God. And as a result, they started walking by faith. Um, when God began to judge the land, they saw some power. He began to see all these things. And then it comes to the spirit of death coming and roaming. They, by faith, uh, did the sacrifice and began to uh, cover the doorpost whereby we have the first Passover, if you will. So they began to start walking by faith as they are in the world, Egypt, okay? And now Moses says to them, hey, guys, um, go and ask the Egyptians for all their wealth. The Bible tells us that the children of Israel went and great favor went with them, or grace went with them, and they went and extracted things from the kingdom of darkness. Those are Egypt, if you will. And so they began to walk by faith. And we know then by faith. The Bible says, "From faith to faith." And I'm taking this right because I feel impressed to, to go over this again because it's really interesting. I mean, it's really important that you guys get this. Um, and so, when you when you look at what started to happen with the people, um, they now move forward. They're heading to the Red Sea, um, and while they were heading in that way, they start complaining and they're like look you, you brought us here to die at the red sea and moses come and says to them you know be quiet men." and he began to pray and god tell him touch the water and the water part and they walked through the red sea by faith and so these guys it tells us that they did so they walk through by faith after they get out to the other side they start singing and dancing and after they finish singing and dancing they walk into the desert and they walk into a place called where the water is bitter. And the first thing they start to do is complain. And what God was trying to show them is that from one incident to another, you must walk by faith. And so it was by faith that now Moses began to uh, deal with the this, uh, the situation, so that they that was before them, so that the people could drink and rest and so forth, because God provided a place for them to drink and rest. And he changed the water from bitter to sweet. So that same God that delivered them through the Red Sea wanted to, to, he brought them there for a reason to show them that, you know, he's in control. They should have known that from the minute they saw it because they saw some powerful stuff, yet they don't know his character. And so they always began to revert back to your old programming. And so that's what's happening with you and I. We will revert to our old programming But you have to remember every situation is from faith to faith. Whatever, I don't care how bad it is. It is from faith to faith. The just shall live by faith. So as you and I are moving through this coming year in 24, and I pray that God will continue to bless you, man, and open your eyes as to who you are in Christ Jesus, because it's very important that you begin to see who you are in Christ. But know this, that there is going to be some bitterness in the land in the latter days. But God promised us that he is our provider. And I've mentioned to you the age of grace. The age of grace is whereby um, uh, grace, which we talked about, we saw through the scriptures, that um, uh, we, through grace, God is able to extract from the children of darkness and give to his people. So within this space of bitterness in the last days, God is going to heal, God is going to deliver, God is going to bless, God is going to open doors that no man can open, and he will close doors that no man can open. He is in control through the power of grace. And you and I have access to this because it tells us that we are the children of God, and as the children of God, he has given to us this these uh, gifts, if you will. And, uh, so by, it says, come boldly before the throne of grace, whereby you may obtain mercy and find your grace to help you in your time of need, in your, um, from faith to faith. And so we have, uh, several, uh, um, assistants that will be there with us in the bitter days. And that is the grace of God and his mercy, Walk, working with us, partnering with us, so that we can get the will of God done here while we're on this planet earth and make sure that we are able to, um, stand and be salt, stand and be light, uh, stand and be that conduit by which God has, uh, ordained us to be so that we can be effective on this planet and do something, uh, for our brothers and sisters, as you know, who are part of the kingdom of darkness because the Bible calls them the sons of disobedience, and we are that. I was a part of that. You were a part of that group. But God pulled us out, and he has made us children of God. And so 2024 is coming. 2023 is ending. And I want to say a prayer for you guys that are been with me for, for several years. And I just want to thank you guys for your financial support as well. And for your prayers, I know many of you are praying for me as well. And so I want to thank you for that. And, um, to express my, my deepest, um, thank, thankfulness and honor for what you guys have done and your sacrifice. I know in supporting me financially, I so appreciate it and thank you so much. And so I want to pray for you guys according to the word of God so that you and I will be able to be, uh, blessed in the coming years um and this coming year uh, 2024 because we know um what it looks like and it's going to get a little difficult according to Timothy but understand this that in the last days there will come times of difficulties for people will be lovers of self lovers of money proud arrogant abusive disobedient to their parents ungrateful unholy heartless un Uh, appeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, you know, how they are and who they are, white Christian nationalists, white evangelical, I mean, this is absolutely horrendous stuff. But they have the appearance of godliness, you see them singing and raising their hands, but denying its power. Avoid such people, especially in your new year. Just avoid them. Stay away from them so that you don't have um the same type of judgment upon you that is upon them because of association. So, um Father, we thank you for this people. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you have done for us. We ask that you would uh be with us and guide us. Holy Spirit, we thank you for You being here with us, along with us, and uh, walking with us as we go through this planet and learning about Jesus Christ and what he has done, learning about what the Father is about in his heart so that we can become uh, the best representation of ourselves here on this planet. I pray for those, Lord God, who uh, need healing. I pray for those who need financial healing, spiritual healing. uh uh, all of that uh, physical healing mental healing everything father for we have been a sick people but you have healed us the bible tells us that jesus christ became a curse on our behalf and so we want to thank you jesus christ for your sacrifice and we ask that you would strengthen us to walk in faith strengthen us to walk in wisdom strengthen us father that we will no longer be Um, taken over by the sin that easily besets us, that we will be able to be men and women standing in the power of the Almighty. And I pray for all of the listeners in the name of Jesus Christ. And I thank you so much for what you have done in our lives to this day, Lord God. And bless I bless them all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.